You're listening to End Time World News, and I'm your host, Eric. Go to redcircle.com forward slash end time world news. That's redcircle.com forward slash end time world news. Like, share, subscribe. If you like this podcast, folks, and again, your donations are always welcome and greatly appreciated. Today's news comes from naturalnews.com. That's naturalnews.com. And the article uh, from naturalnews.com is dated Friday, February 10th, 2023. Folks, I got an interesting article here. Uh, very interesting uh, indeed. It claims the Polish general claims Ukraine has nuclear weapons as Russia prepares for new invasion. So Russia is going to go in. They want to get and and get this done and over with this war that's going on. Uh, and and it's well known, although the elites and of course here in the United States. We cover for Ukraine. Russia's the big bad boogeyman. No, that's that's just not true, folks. It's not. Uh, President, former President Trump got along very good with Putin because Putin knew that he couldn't push Trump around. However, in the case uh, with uh, Biden, Biden's a weak old dementia-filled man. He's a weak man, and uh, he has dementia besides that. He can't remember anything. So you have to understand with Joe Biden, he's very weak. This country's as weak as it's ever been. Uh, I'm um, at the age, uh, middle age in my 50s, where I've seen a lot of things go down in the world, a lot of things happen in life. I've never seen a more weaker uh, uh, president in my life. And I've, I've seen multiple presidents, uh, at least eight, eight or ten presidents in my life here. And uh, here we go. You know, this president is just very weak. He's very weak on everything. Uh, weak on the economy, weak on uh, uh, security, uh, weak all the way around describes him. So if you're just joining us, folks, uh, we're a podcast. Uh, we talk about end time world news and events taking place all over the world, leading up to the second coming of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And this is something, if this happens, will certainly set the tone uh, again for that to take place. And again, the Polish general, the headlines, folks, the Polish general claims Ukraine has nuclear weapons as Russia prepares a new invasion. Let's get into today's podcast, folks. Um as Russia continues to put troops and equipment in place for a uh, renewed push into Ukraine, one year anniversary, the war approaches, a, f a former high-ranking Polish general claims that Kiev has at least one nuclear weapon and maybe more. Kiev, the capital of uh, Ukraine, uh, for those folks just joining in here. Uh, an interview with the Polish media, General uh, I believe it's Wadimar uh, Sarkovsak, I believe uh, Vladimir Zarkovsak, uh, said that President Vladimir Zelensky is either in possession of nukes or is preparing to manufacture them after the country 
gave up all its nuclear warheads uh, in the 1990s, in the early 1990s. After the Soviet Union collapsed, Ukraine at the time was the third biggest nuclear power behind Russia and the United States uh, via of the Budapest Memorandum, however, Kiev agreed to surrender them in exchange for security guarantees from the U.S., Britain, and Russia. Ukraine has officially no nuclear weapons since the early 90s when it had agreed to hand them over to Russia under international agreement. Now the reality could be very different. Sarkovsak, uh, the Polish general, said, I do not rule out the fact that Ukraine has nuclear weapons because Ukrainians have nuclear power plants, scientists, laboratories, and know-how. So you have everything uh, to own such a weapon. In fact, as of today, uh, no one will forbid the Ukrainians from doing it, he noted. Uh, uh, and that was reported by the uh, uh, Free West Media that reported that. And, and, and again, again, the outlet noted further, however, the Polish media also interviewed military experts who deny that Ukraine has already nuclear weapons. They believe that it is currently unlikely uh, such possession of nuclear weapons and cannot uh, be kept secret for very long. However, it cannot be ruled out uh, that Ukraine would be able to acquire such nuclear weapons in the near future. That's something to, to think about very seriously. It is very likely that Ukraine may actually need uh, a nuclear deterrent if it reports from the battlefield, if the reports from the battlefield are correct. And this is according to Newsweek. Uh, Russian army has lost more than 3,000 troops killed during a three-day span this week, adding in an update Thursday that Ukraine, arm, that Ukraine armed forces said that Russia had lost 910 troops the previous day, uh, taking that daily total uh, from the start of the war to, 1, 000, to 135,010 on Tuesday. Ukraine said that Russia forces uh, have lost... Uh, uh, 1,030 troops the previous day, uh, the highest tally for a 24-hour period. Uh, Wednesday's losses, according also to 910, uh, according to Kiev, Ukraine's estimate of, of Russian personnel deaths over the last three days is 2,850. To be fair, uh, the death and casualty tolls in, from both militaries is not easy to gauge. Russia is also claiming a great deal, uh, a great number of Ukrainian forces have also been killed in the fighting. That said, Western officials believe Russia is closing in on around 200,000 casualties, uh, which both includes those have killed, those have been killed and wounded. The war has reached a one-year anniversary. That will be on February 24th. Ukraine says Russia is planning another mobilization drive to replenish its lost forces. That would come after Moscow ordered another 300,000 conscripts uh, called up last fall. Uh, in the early part of September, Moscow, Moscow also announced that uh, it lost 5,937 killed in the battle, and that makes a little sense. Um, Russia started the invasion after amassing 120,000-130,000 troops, has already had one general mobilization. Now they're planning another. 
However, the, purport, the purported death toll comes amid accounts from both sides and the deadliest combat of war and fierce fighting in the city of Baklamut uh, in the Donax region of Oblast, as well as near Vladimir, or Vladim, uh, uh, Voldemort, excuse me, Voldemort, uh, around 30 miles southwest. Newsweek also reported uh, that on Tuesday, Russia had stepped up its attacks and was trying to force a breakthrough in the near town of Crimea in this region, although uh, he did add defense forces are holding firmly there. Last June, Russian President Vladimir Putin issued a warning against the United States that if it proceeds sending missiles to Ukraine, uh, Russia will have no, cho no choice but to strike beyond its special operation. And again, uh, procuring Kiev with more weapons, Putin said will only drag out the armed conflict as long as possible, and the event longer-range missiles are sent to the Ukraine. Putin added Moscow will draw opposite conclusions and strike facilities that's not yet targeted. If they are supplied, we will draw appropriate conclusions from this and use our own weapons, uh, which we have enough, in order to strike those facilities uh, that they are not targeting yet in an English translation of Putin's words in Russian state television. Like, share, subscribe if you like the podcast, folks. Um, it's that time in the podcast, folks, and, and we do this on all of our podcasts. Uh, we try to. Uh, I definitely try to. And uh, here's a simple prayer if you're not giving your life to Jesus Christ and, ex and asked him to come into your life, folks. This is a, a prayer. Um, it's known as a salvation prayer if you want to uh, give your life to Jesus Christ, commit your life to Jesus Christ, and you want to be saved. This is the time right now in this podcast, folks. Uh, here's a simple prayer if you're not giving your life to Jesus and invited him into yours. If you want to repeat after me, uh, uh, please do uh, find a nice quiet spot and repeat after me, folks. Here we go. Just repeat after me. Find a nice quiet spot and here you go. Jesus, I believe you're the Son of God. You died on the cross to rescue me from sin and death and to restore me to the Father. I choose now to turn away from my sins, my self-centeredness, and every part of my life that does not please you. I choose you. I give myself to you. I receive your forgiveness and ask you take your rightful place in my life as Savior and Lord. Come reign in my heart. Fill me with your love, your life, and help me to become a person who is truly loving, a person like you. Restore me, Jesus. Love through me. Thank you, God. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. And folks, if you said that prayer, congratulations. God bless you. You are now saved. If you have uh, opened your heart and repented of, all, repented of all your sins and accepted Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, congratulations, folks. I commend you. Congratulations. The first thing you need to do uh, before we conclude this podcast is you need to get yourself a Bible. Either you can get one off of Amazon if you're here in the United States or else you could find a church 
uh, just find a church that preaches the Trinity, that's the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and go to the church and approach either a pastor, a, a youth pastor, or maybe somebody in the congregation, a congregation member. Once you do that, folks, then the best thing is uh, dig into that Bible and start uh, reading the Bible and make a list of questions. That's the next thing you do. Write all those questions down. And then that person, whoever gave you that Bible, if that's the case and you didn't get it off of Amazon or something, then tell that person, say, hey, you know, you want to talk to him. You've got some questions. You've got a lot of questions and you need some answers to your questions. So go and, 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 and get those questions answered and ask all those questions. Who is Jesus? What is salvation? When's the second coming of Jesus? When's Jesus coming back? What is baptism? Uh, how do I get baptized? I mean, you can ask all kinds of questions. What is salvation? I mean, there's millions of billions of trillions of questions, folks. I know you have questions and they got answers. So write your questions down, take it to that person, whoever gave you the Bible, the pastor, the, the senior pastor, junior pastor, or maybe a deacon or a member of the church, write them down and meet with that person and just go over your questions and get all those answered and continue reading and studying. And then the last thing is you would want to do is, uh, of course, at some point in time, get baptized, folks. And that's the best thing so everyone can see you're committed to to uh, Jesus Christ and, and it's a public event and everybody in the congregation or church can see you give your life to Jesus Christ and uh, you're willing to serve him as a Christian and as a child of God. And that's the thing uh, that's the most one of the most important things, folks. Like, share, subscribe if you like the podcast, folks. You can always write endtimeworldnews at protonmail.com. That's endtimeworldnews at protonmail.com. I'm Eric. I'm your host. And this is Endtime World News. Like, share, subscribe. You like the podcast. Be well, be safe. But most importantly, folks, God bless you and your family. Take care. That's it for now. God bless you. Bye for now. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Mini Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.